Welcome to episode 35, 35 people of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It's Tuesday, Tuesday, the 3rd of September, 2019, and uh, it's been a fucking lovely day today, people. I don't know. This is the last remains of summer here in the UK. It's meant to be raining later in the week. I don't know why I'm giving you a weather report, but I was just all excited. I thought summer was summer's over. Uh, but apparently it is nice. I've been fucking roasting today, so I've made the most of that. Sitting outside, having a uh, having a beer, and um, I had a fucking carvery today as well. I know. For people of the world who don't know the institution of the carvery uh, in this uh, in this country, our Sunday roast that we have. Although obviously I don't eat meat because I'm one of them vegetarian fags. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, they have carvery places here where you can go and have your little Sunday roast any day of the week, um, where people have, like, roast turkey, roast chicken, roast beef and all that sort of thing, and then all the trimmings, roast potatoes, so I just levered my plate with those today, and, uh, oh, fucking hell, I'm still burping it up, as you can probably hear there, um, but, uh, yeah, um, uh, I levered my plate up with that today, where you get a selection of what plate you want. You can have small, uh, regular size, which I thought was a little bit Americanized. Uh, I didn't pick the woman up on that. Uh, <laughs> regular size, just normal size, sweetheart. That's what it is, just normal. You don't have to go regular. Hey, do you want to supersize that? Or you can have a large uh, plate with it. So I had a fucking large plate and just piled everything on. I hate that usual buffet-style thing, but there was fucking nobody um, at the actual counter um, to put me off my food um, today. So uh, that was quite nice. Um, so I queued up in the little queue thing, like walked around the little gates. There was no queue, obviously, so I just walked around the little gates and uh, just loaded my plate up with stuff. And uh, I had too much. That's what you do. That's what you end up doing in that situation. And you just end up because the food's there. You get to choose how much you want yourself. And you think, ah, my Western privilege dictates that I uh, will load my plate up and I'll just leave that food, not caring or giving a second thought to those starving other people in the world. Um, Yeah, so I left loads of it as well. I felt thoroughly awful. Um, I didn't do the thing of uh, guilt-tripping anyone I was with by saying I'd send it over to Africa like my uh, mother used to do (laughs) when I was a kid. Ah, they're starving kids in Africa. Well, they can eat that. Just, you know, you pay for their flights over here. They can sit here and eat that Uh, because I can't eat anymore. I'm done. Um. So, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I had far too much, um, but it was like, it's fucking cheap. You can see why it is a fucking mecca for old people. Uh, they were just streaming through the door um, after I'd eaten. Just loads of them. It was a sea of strollers. I don't know what it is about a carvery place and you reach a certain age and that's what you're going to do. Uh, about two o'clock in the afternoon, um, 
just uh, just go to a Calvary place. Why wouldn't you? Why would you stay at home and cook for yourself when it's so fucking cheap at a Calvary place? I think it was like 12 quid for a large plate. You used to, uh, a lot of Calvary places, you used to be able to go back and get as much veg as you want, but they've co- cottoned on to the old vegetarians now. And they don't let you do that, so you just get the one plate, um, like your fucking uh, Alan Partridge uh, in the hotel uh, with his big plate. Um, Alan Partridge reference there for people. <laughs> Check it out, people who have not uh, checked out Alan Partridge before. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, you used to get, but now you just get the big plate and you get one trip up there. So you've got to make the most of it. It's a way of wasting food, isn't it? Because you feel under pressure. Oh, maybe I'm still going to feel hungry after this and I'm not eligible to go back up and get some more food. So, uh, yeah, um, but it was fucking nice, I tell you. It was nice, uh, although I felt fucking bloated as anything afterwards. I just felt, uh, I felt a little bit like a, you know, you see one of these snakes that's tried to eat something too big um, for it, and then just lays there for about a month, uh, just digesting it. I feel a little bit like that um, at the moment, and I had a nice pint of Strongbow in the sun, just the one pint, and then I came back and had to have a sleep. <laughs> Because I'm in my fucking 40s. And that's what happens when you eat too much and have one pint. I don't know when that started for me. I don't know when that started at all. Ah, oh dear, I'm sniffing like mad as well today because there is something in the air, people. Something in the air today uh, where that is attacking the old schnoz. And uh, I've just been fucking sneezing all morning. Jesus. So there's something that's come out, popped out of the uh, wilderness, some sort of flower or pollen or something like that uh, that's popped out that is uh, making its way through the atmosphere and straight up my hooter. Um, But, uh, yeah, so uh, something else to deal with, Ben? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Anyway, uh, let's talk about um, let's talk about the weekend's gigs uh, that I did. uh, let's have a bit of tea first. Hang on. I don't know why I can't go half an hour without a cup of tea. I know. I don't know what it is. It must be um, something imbra- ingrained in the British psyche where we have to uh, have to be drinking tea all the time. Uh, it's what the empire was built on. Don't talk about the empire, Ben. Uh yeah, so uh, weekend's gigs, like Saturday, uh, I was in Swatham, uh, Swatham, uh, which is uh, Norfolk area, I think. It's fucking nice, I tell you. Um, had a little, like, a uh, little market square bit uh, in the middle of Swatham. It looked quite posh. And then the uh, boozer that it was in, it was just in, a, in the main room of a pub. I know, alarm bells were ringing. As I got there, um, but uh, everybody was really nice. There was quite a few people in there. It was quite nice, uh, nice audience. Um, I it, it did give the fastest ejection I've ever seen from a gig uh, for somebody kicking off. Uh, one of the acts who was on before me started chatting to one of the punters, um, who I imagined thought there was a comedy night on. I don't know. Um, he must have done. But he was uh, he was standing, 
and uh, there was a bit of a bit of a back and forth between one of the acts and one of them, and this guy was just about to kick off, and then uh, the man mountain of the fucking landlord uh, just picked up his pint, took it outside, and uh, told the geezer to fuck off. It was fucking amazing. Ah, the, the look on the guy's face was the best thing from where I was. He sort of turned around as if to give a nonchalant little, oh, fuck off, Mr. Landlord, and then saw the size of him. <laughs> oh, you could just see in his eyes, he just fucking melted. But then tried to style it out. Just tried to style it out. And, like, just look straight ahead doing that thing. If I just look ahead and don't look at him, he's going to go away. But he didn't go away. He was like a little fucking terrier, this uh, landlord. Uh, so he was swiftly ejected, ejected, uh, ejected, uh, ejected from the fucking gig. Uh, very much in the style of uh, Jazzy Jeff uh, from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air when he used to uh, go around and see uh, Will Smith. Uh, he was just, whoom! Straight out. And uh, that led to quite a, a tense atmosphere, as you can imagine. But um, after that, the gig was quite nice, actually. It was actually quite nice. So, um, uh, yeah, every, everything. That is the quickest I've ever seen anyone ejected, though. He piped up. He was just on the cusp. People reach a stage, don't they? When they've had too much alcohol, they just reach a stage where they just turn a little bit and um this geezer uh was uh at that stage and um uh the landlord knew it and just fucking ejected him out people have uh just too much to drink don't they and then just like fucking tip over that edge very much in the in this in the vein of earlier for me actually when i was sitting outside having a drink um not me obviously <laughs> We were, it's fucking wasp season. That's the thing, isn't it, about this time of year. I didn't know this, by the way. I only found this out by Googling it the other day. Um, I don't know why wasps are always, like, fucking all over you. They just want to, yeah, are you drinking outside? Hey, guys, I want to hang out with you. Fuck off. Um, they're fucking annoying this time of year, wasps. Most of the time, they're not too bad, are they? They just go about the waspy business. But I didn't know this, that like it's about this time of year. They all get kicked out of the fucking wasp nest by the queen. So they've got nowhere to go. So they're just hanging around making new fucking friends. And um, they always come like when you're sitting outside having a beer. They fucking love that shit, don't they? The sweet fucking, I don't know, the sugar is it? Something like that. I don't know. Anyway, I read this online, uh, whether it's true or not. But there was one fucking annoying wasp when I was sitting outside today uh, who eventually ended up in uh, one of my mate's drinks. And uh, he got swiftly ejected like uh, over the other side of the car park with that. But I didn't... That I was trying to give it a bit of time. I thought, oh, you know, you feel sorry for them. They're just hanging around, just trying to be a wasp. They're going to be dead soon because they're on their own. So, you know, make the most of it. But they get to that stage where they're just fucking really in your face. And this is what that bloke was like. <laughs> it was like a fucking homeless wasp. Just suddenly turned, didn't it? You know, you shoo them off like that. And then this wasp this afternoon just suddenly fucking turned. Um, I also, uh, whilst at the Calvary, is where I made a little friend. I know, out and about, meeting people, being social. 
Um, uh, an old black lady. Um, <laughs> she was <laughs> she was my new best mate while we were all queuing up. Started chatting to her, and uh, she said, "Oh, are you all together?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, we're all we're all like together or whatever." Um, you know, like, well, you try to be, don't you, sweetheart? You know, uh, plastering on one of them faces where you're like, "Ah, oh, it's nice to meet you. Nice to see you again, mate. How you doing?" I said, "I don't really want to be here." I made her laugh a little bit, and then while I was outside dealing with the wasp, he came out as well, started chatting to me, and did a call back. You still here with your friends you don't want to be with? Yes! Ah, oh, old lady. Old black lady. Come out with a fucking callback. I don't know. Maybe that's my niche. That could be my niche. Like for my comedy. Old black women uh, queuing up in... Um, <laughs> queuing up in carveries. I'd just be there with a mic in my hand, just entertaining them as they're getting their carvery. I don't know. But anyway, uh, the point I was trying to make was uh, this geezer turned like a fucking wasp in uh, fucking September on Saturday night. Um, he just, uh, he had a fucking a real fucking attitude problem, but was swiftly, swiftly taken out of the equation uh, by the landlord. Um, I'm doing this uh, at the minute. This is about half five at the minute, by the way. People, for a time check for you. Um, I've got a couple of gigs tonight. I'm in uh, Leicester and uh, doing some new stuff. And then I'm closing a gig, uh, headline a gig in um, Nottingham. So I'm doing the Leicester one, trying out some new stuff. And um, and then the Nottingham one afterwards, which will be a little bit, uh, a little bit more rehearsed stuff. Is it not all the, off the top of your head, Ben? No, it's not. Most of the time it's not, unless I'm comparing <laughs> <laughs> and then I, then I just fuck around, um, much to uh, the annoyance of pro- probably the other acts. But um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but uh, yeah. So um, also, I did promise on the podcast I'm going to start doing different things. Uh, but I've been fucking consumed. Oh man, uh, consumed with rehashing uh, my website over the last uh, couple of days. Um, so I've been consumed with that a little bit, uh, available at, uh, uk. Um, yeah. So I've been doing, uh, rehashing, getting that rehashed and rehashing that over the last couple of days. So I haven't had a chance to prepare, prepare, uh, the stuff that I'm going to be doing on the podcast, uh, from now on, there's going to be a couple of little sections that I'm going to be doing on a Tuesday and a Saturday, and that is coming this Saturday, people. I know. Uh, for definite, I know I've said um, the ultimate procrastinator, old Benny Procrastinator, um, has been saying about this, um, but uh, it's, uh, it's, it's happening Saturday, people. It's going to give me time to prepare and get it all sorted. Anyway, talking about people fucking kicking off. Um, like the geezer on the Saturday night, I saw a fucking hilarious story. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this. Um, it was, uh, it was a story. Uh, the headline gets me, uh, the headline as it all, uh, man uses dead pigeon as weapon during street fight. It's fucking amazing. I know. Yeah, people of America and people around the world, you've got your gun crime, yeah? We've got our pigeon crime over here now. People are using fucking dead pigeons as weapons 
during uh, during street fights. What the fuck, man? I've seen uh, I've seen growing up in Northampton. I've seen a lot of street fights, but I've never seen anyone using uh, the corpse of an animal um, for uh, flying or otherwise sort of animal uh, as a weapon during a street fight. It's fucking hilarious. Um, this is, it's got to be on YouTube. I know it's in the Metro because I saw the, uh, uh, that's where I saw the story from. Uh, two men who appear to have been drinking squared up to each other outside McDonald's. Why wouldn't you? You know, I think McDonald's the world over is like, uh, just like uh, that Calvary place is a mecca uh, for old people. McDonald's the world over is the fucking mecca at night for people fucking street fights it must be i don't know if anybody does the stats on that but the amount of mcdonald's the fact they're open late the fact that they serve fucking food that drunk people fucking love um it is a fucking mecca for fighting uh they might as well just open their own mma it should be yeah it should be a triple ma that's it, McDonald's mixed martial arts, and they just fucking film outside every fucking McDonald's every week. And then the best fights make it onto their website. Ah, oh, Jesus, there's a fucking, there's a fucking idea. I'd pay money to watch that because the amount of fights they must have inside and outside their establishments uh, all around the world. Can you imagine that? Even now, it's 25 to 6. In the UK, somewhere around the world, somebody is fighting outside of McDonald's. <laughs> Isn't it? Fucking must be. Ah, oh, dear. That's it. Uh, you could have a constant stream of McDonald's fights going on uh, with all the McDonald's they've got around the world. Like, it, it could bring the world... That could be the thing that brings the world together. Um, anyway, one of them was wearing a jacket, yells, Mon then. I think it was, uh, come on then. Uh, another man wearing a green t-shirt and Adidas trousers. Fucking hell. He's dressed up on a Saturday night. Uh, onlookers, onlookers tell the man in the t-shirt just to walk away, but he does not. Instead, you're a waste of time before pitch. It is, by the way, if you are going to watch this fucking video of the fight, it is the fucking worst fight, uh, I have ever seen. Uh, the dead pigeon throws a better punch than either of these guys. Uh, and then uh, the guy uh, uh, the guy walks away, and then I think one of them's dragged away from his mate, but he's not had enough. And then uh, that's when he picks up the fucking dead pigeon and throws it at the other one. The, funny, the funniest thing about this is uh, in the background, you can hear the song Mambo Number no. 5. <laughs> That's the fucking best thing. It's got its own fucking comedy soundtrack to it that must have been blaring out at one of the bars or something. But uh, a little bit of pigeon in my bang. That's it. Ah, <laughs> uh, but I urge you to watch that. Not for its fighting ability, uh, in just for uh, pure comedic effect. Um. If you just, I imagine if you just Google man throws dead pigeon during a street fight, that I don't know how many of them there are. There could be a whole collection. There could be a YouTube channel out there 
um, of men throwing dead pigeons uh, in street fights. Thousands and thousands of hours of videos uh, out there. But this one uh, was particularly funny. That's a fucking new one on me. People will grab anything and throw, you know. It's lucky there wasn't a small child around at the time just being hurled through the air at the other guy. <laughs> that is a that is a, a fucking shithouse thing. Like, oh, I, I can't get a punch in, so I'm just going to throw something at you. In that, just like uh, where you see people getting fucking milk. Well, it's the old milkshake being thrown over people again, isn't it? Now it's moved on to dead pigeons. And we'll have... Uh, no doubt when this craze takes off, we'll have uh, people standing up uh, in front of, uh, on the TV, saying about pigeon throwing statistics. And there's a massive uh, pigeon, uh, dead pigeon throwing uh, crime wave uh, hitting the streets. It's an epidemic of pigeon throwing, dead pigeon throwing. An epidemic is sweeping the nation. It's going to be like knife crime. Ah, uh, dear. But anyway, yeah, that was the, uh... <laughs> oh, it fucking made me laugh so much. You've got to watch that video. And then as ever, uh, you go from one story to another story. And this is fucking gold as well. Um, uh, this is fucking gold. Uh, the headline for this, it just grabbed me. Now, that's what they're there for, isn't it? The headlines... Most of the time, headlines don't live up to expectations whatsoever, do they? Uh, most of the time, you're like, oh, I'll click on that, and it's like, hey, 50 of the fucking weirdest freaks in the world. And then um, and then it's like only uh, 49 of them. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, anyway, this is the headline that uh, grabbed me. Uh, man let date castrate him, then keep his balls in jar by his bed. I know. There's probably a lot of men out there who instantly just cross their legs. Um, why would you allow someone to do that? I don't know. Uh, the picture of the guy who did it, uh, a guy called Gary Van, uh, Van Rieswick, um, got to be American. Uh, yeah, I imagine because the pictures by Highlands County Sheriff's Office. I don't know what's what's going out going on out there, America. Um, why are you letting people uh, castrate you and then keep your balls in a jar by his bed? The, the thing that it's the specifics of the headline that grabbed me. Uh, let date castrate him and then keep the balls in a jar by his bed. Hey, where are you going to keep these balls that you've just cut off me? Uh, I was going to keep them in the cupboard. Hey, <laughs> no, 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 no. You're not going to cu cut my balls off and keep them in a cupboard. You're going to keep them by the bed. That's what you're going to do. You're going to keep them by the bed. Those balls are bedside cabinet balls. Uh, yeah, so uh, this is the fucking story. Anyway, uh, a man alleged allegedly castrated his willing date. Allegedly? Uh, surely he's done it or he hasn't done it. Uh, a man, the fucking picture of this geezer as well, Gary Van Rieswick, uh, who got arrested. I imagine he's the one who did the cutting. Uh, I don't think it's illegal to cut your own balls off. So I imagine this is the guy. He looks like Harvey Keitel if his film career hadn't worked out. Take a look. Google Gary Van Rieswick and tell me that is not fucking Harvey Keitel. 
who works uh, if his film career hadn't worked out and he worked in a fucking warehouse. <laughs> it's fucking dead on. Oh, man. It is fucking dead on, Harvey Keitel, that is. Uh, Gary Van Rieswick um, met the other man on eunuch.com. Oh, I wonder what they've got a fascination with. Uh, oh, let's. Oh, it even goes to explain. A website for people with a fetish for castration. Jesus fucking hell. There's some fucking weird, fucked up weirdos out there, isn't there? A fetish for castration. Uh, officers who investigated described the case as sensitive and kind of nuts. Oh! Oh, they've got a pun in there. They've got two in there. Oh, sensitive and kind of nuts. They said a deputy responded to to a home in Florida. There we go. Uh, after a man called 911. No shit. When they knocked on the door, Van Rieswick, 74, allegedly told him he had just castrated a man. Police, open up. Hi. Uh, I've just castrated a man. Uh, thanks for coming around. He's he's the one uh, covered in fucking blood through there. Police said deputies found the man on the bed with a towel over his groin, uh, groin, which was bleeding heavily. Nearby, there was a pink container which held two body parts that had recently been much closer to the victim. Ah, oh, they're playing off this. Uh, the victim was taken to hospital and was later flown to a regional medical centre. He's listed in stable condition. I imagine he is a little bit more stable, particularly when he sits down because he hasn't got his fucking bowl bag there to fucking uh, kink him to one side. The room was set up like a surgical centre with medical equipment and painkillers. There was also a camera set up to record the procedure. Oh, fucking hell. You know, what what leads you down this path? That's what I'm interested in. How people, you don't just suddenly start fucking castrating people, you know. Not that you, uh, you know, start by sawing off a few, what? A little bit of the fucking ball bag and then going, well, that'll do me for now. Uh, that's enough of my uh, fetish satisfied just by taking off the, what did he say? <laughs> yeah, he starts off shaving a ball bag and just went, oh, I've got a real fetish for shaving ball bags. And then eh, maybe we ought to lose all of that. Ah, oh, Jesus. How do people fucking get to that stage where they're fucking... Ah, oh, I don't know. I don't know. There's so much seriously wrong with people if you want to go around cutting people's balls off. But also, having your fucking testicles cut off as well. What the fuck? You know, if that's a fucking... Yeah, that's the thing about it. If it is a fucking sexual turn-on to have your fucking balls cut off, you know, you've got to... Deep-seated sexual fucking desire. It's self-defeating. Surely it's self-defeating if it's a sexual desire to have your balls cut off because you'd be that fucking excited, like, as they're cutting your balls off like that, that you're fucking wanking the old chap, jerking it off for the Americans. And then as they complete the procedure, which I imagine is when you're about to come, you fucking couldn't. Because your balls have been fucking cut off. You're only ever going to... That's only ever going to happen once as well. You know, if you get sexually turned on by having your balls cut off, you've got to make the best out of that experience. <laughs> Haven't you? Oh, dear. That's probably what the video camera's there for, so he can watch it back with his new fucking smooth fucking undercarriage. But, yeah... You've got to make the most out of that one time. It's a one time only. 
isn't it? And if it doesn't live up to expectations, you're fucked. <laughs> you're never going to top that. Never. Uh, police said the man also claimed to have carried out a similar procedure on a man in a local motel a few year, years ago. The other man went to hospital, but police were not informed. Uh, Van Rieswick was arrested Monday and charged with practicing medicine without a license. No shit, he's not got a license, resulting in bodily injury, a second degree felony. His bond was set at $250,000. Fucking hell, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Jesus. I'm not sure he's going to get away with it. I'm sure he's pretty much going to prison and uh, needs to be in a cell on his own, I think. Uh, you wouldn't want to be fucking sharing a cell with that guy, would you? Fuck me. Jesus. Hey, didn't I see you in Pulp Fiction? Put the knife down, buddy. Put the knife down. Oh, Jesus, there's some weird fucked up people in the world, aren't there, people? Uh, what have I learned? What have I learned uh, from this episode? I don't know. What the fuck can you learn from that? Don't, like, I, I haven't learned anything about uh, not letting people uh, cut off my balls. I kind of already knew that. Any sort of body part. You know what I mean? I'm not just limiting it to balls. Uh, I pretty much, uh, any if somebody came up to me and said, uh, Hey, can I chop off, like, uh, just a little bit of your finger? No. Uh, Let alone your fucking testicles. Jesus. Uh, I've uh, I've learned. Uh, Wasps are a little bit annoying. That's what I've learned from this episode. Fucking hell. Uh, They need... uh, I was trying to be nice to it. And and then you just... uh, I've got a certain amount of patience with wasps now. But uh, only until they fucking uh, hang around me too much. Um, Jesus, and uh, uh, this is pretty much episode uh, 35 now, people. I'll be back on Saturday. Uh, Saturday, I'll be back. I better rush to this gig, have a little bath, wash myself up, clean all the places that need to be cleaned. Um, I'll be back on Saturday. I will. I promise, 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 promise. I will get this uh, fucking uh, new ideas out on the podcast on Saturday. Um, you, if you like this, uh, you can subscribe and like on the apples. We, uh, on the Apple podcast, <laughs> on the apples, fuck it, on the old apples, Sam, uh, on the Apple podcast. Uh, we're also now on SoundCloud, which is going to be, uh, the player that I'm using, uh, through my website, uh, uk. Um, so, uh, I'm going to be using that SoundCloud, uh, the SoundCloud player on there so you can, um, get all that, uh, uh, get these episodes and play them on there. Uh, as I say, I'll be back Saturday. Uh, have a good week, motherfuckers, and I'll speak to you then. <laughs>